Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we're talking about undeserved grace. Why is grace as undeserved favor so important, and how does it pertain to how we live today? Fuller, you ready to talk about this? <laughs> Bro, let's go. Let's go. What? <laughs> so we're, you know, the song's going on, and we're, right, right. And we're both like, the beard is like all the over beard. the mic. Okay, <laughs> I almost bought beard oil. Do you do you use beard oil? Of course. You know, I feel like we should get a sponsorship for the podcast for some beard oil. That would be that'd be pretty dope. Does thieves have beard oil? This you, you mean Young Living? Yeah, that's what I meant. I'm sure they do. I actually don't know. I actually ran into an old uh, connection of mine from like community back in like he still goes to church there. He's probably like, got ten years on me. He has a buddy locally who moved from Canada now is in South Bend and he sells like the beard oil and the beard balm and like the tattoo after ointment and like the man scents. Right. Stuff. Like he's all about it. So I'm like I'm thinking about it because my beard's a little itchy. I use tea tree oil shampoo, but that ain't doing the job. But it's like yeah. people don't get it because unless you see it, you know, we got these pop filters and your beard too. It's, it's like they get it. stuck like, yeah. in the pop And then it filter. pulls out and it feels weird. And it's like, it's just weird. It's it's just, just, it's just weird. It's, it's silly. But we'll show some grace to our microphones today. Oh, yes. Because they, they don't know grace what's, and love. what's going on. At grace. All. That's what we're talking about tonight, what man. We're talking about. So anyways. Uh, what kind of coffee are we drinking tonight? We're jumping right in, dude. We're drinking a, a combo. It's it's a it's still RTC, but we got half medium and half dark Ethiopian. Yeah, your favorite. Yep. It's so, but we talked about this a little bit. I was a big dark roast guy, huge until and you started brewing or you started roasting stuff. Right. I like the I like the medium roast. I like the medium roast a little bit vote. better than the than the dark roast. So you got me, bro. I it's, still got to give Joe Frerichs his dark roast though, because he's like the 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 roast that I got was a little weak. It's a little oh, weak. Remember the medium roast? Yeah, that's right. I gave I done the I think it was the El Salvador. And he's like yeah, it was a little weak, and but I'm like after All right, drinking bro. the Peruvian stuff that was like that thing, trucker stop sludge, yeah, right. like it's got to be dark for Peru, you know? Yeah, very dark. So, but yeah, dude. Yeah, so man. we're drinking the Ethiopian RTC, bro. I feel like we need to. Like give somebody some RTC coffee. It's been a little bit. We probably should. We probably should. We, we got to come up with some way that they can win. Oh, some RTC. So we've given away the mega swag bag. Mega swag bag. Which, which Joe Frerichs won that, and then to top it off, Kimberly stole all of his stuff. So we had to like <laughs> re-outfit the man. <laughs> Dang it, Kimberly. Uh, we given away the RTC mask. Yep. We gave away yep. the mask. Um, we're selling our merch, which side note, I'm wearing, you, you, you can't buy your exact merch yet. No, not yet, yet on the store. Not, not it's the little icon, Yeah, but I'm wearing the fall line right now for <sighs> RTC, the sweatshirt, Van, Vanna white here, not just, the, uh, the Vanna white. <laughs> yeah. So it's not the hoodie. This is just <laughs> the crew neck. This is the stuff I swore yeah, high I would I, never wear again. No, it looks nice. It, it looks fresh. Thank you. With the Bob Ross hair and the. You're, you're in, in the in the sweatshirt. You're like a hipster Bob Ross right now. You're totally rocking it, man. And I'm wearing slippers too at the exact same time. You are. You are. It's finally, it's below. It's like below seventy degrees. In the I don't know. I'm still. I'm still wearing shorts and sweating. So yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, here in South Bend, it's finally, finally fall. 
It's rainy nonstop. It's kind of warm well, in the day, it cold was, at night. It wasn't raining earlier in the day. Well, yeah, but then it like the wind picked up and it was then like, it rained whoosh, like crazy. But yeah. it was just nuts. But but yeah, so if you want to get your own RTC swag, by the way, just go to the website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. We make it so easy. So easy. And even there, you can choose where to listen, how to follow us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us, get to YouTube, or Everything. you can text you can, us. You can read the Meet the Host, where we give some personal information out. Yep. yep. Just Click links to some of our of our featured guests, like Tibbs. We just talked about him. Yeah. Hopefully, by the time this podcast airs, Tibbs, he's Paul Lindgren, Sarah Nass, uh, Joe, Joe Frerichs, <laughs> obviously Dudes and Dads, Dudes and Dads, uh, Beth Schneider, Beth Schneider. I feel like we're missing uh, Justin Herman. Justin Herman. But I feel one? like I, think, I feel like we're still missing somebody. Are we? Maybe we're not. No, because the only other interview I think we did was the uh, was the, te- the teens and Soche. Yeah, but we so, don't have them as our feature ones. But no, so, anyways. but you can also leave us a voicemail. We can play your actual voicemail on the show. That would be what? legit. <laughs> At, oh no, five seven four mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. zero zero mm-hmm. five three five two. Give the man. The prize. Woo! I don't even know what I was going to say. I, did I do it? Did you, I actually you make it. it? You got like, it. Like, I deserve all the applause all and all the it, awards. All of it. This is, this is what they were talking about when they said, you know, our rewards are in heaven. Not really. Give the man a cookie because he got it right. Finally. I got the phone number right. But either way, so you can go online, buy some merch, rep, rep some RTC. But, yeah, we need to have a fun way to give away our coffee. Yeah, we got to think of something. If you have an idea, email us. Realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com. What, what way, what kind of contest would you like to have in order to win some RTC stuff? I'd be down with that. Let the people choose. Let the people Speaking vote. Speaking of the people. Vote we, people. We don't have any reviews to read. We don't have any, oh. which I've, I did see. You can leave reviews on Facebook, too. What? So fe- people need to go do that. But um, I mentioned that maybe we'll do this, but I think we're just going to do it. We've had a long-time listener just get married this past mm, week. Okay. Angie Easterbrook. Now it's e- e- now it's uh, Angie Lookwise. She's been following us on Instagram, comments on the stuff, likes the stuff. Hi, She's left us a review, I believe. I think so. Um, but either way, so she just got married to her her well, now new husband Nathan. This is where you're supposed to have the applause, oh, at, oh, not just for bad. yourself, man. But you know, it's all about me. So you know. But either way. Angie, enjoy the ride that is marriage. Congratulations. Have fun. I I don't know. I mean. You are the happily winner of uh, joyous bliss and marital debt. Oh. (laughs) It may be based on what's going to happen. Maybe some honeymoon babies. Who knows? Who knows? But either way, dude. Rona babies. (laughs) Sorry. Do you watch Dude Dad? <laughs> no. You should watch Dude Dad yeah. on YouTube and Facebook. He's like Goodness. renovate. Like he's like the like an actual good dad. He's all about like no like let's not be in sucky dads and let's be like kind of right. like, the, like the dad tired type stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they made a video making fun of everyone's like everyone's gonna have babies. Well, they got pregnant in quarantine, so they oh. totally, they made a video making fun of themselves, and then he made a video of what it's like for his because he impersonates his wife and makes videos. Right, and it's like first trimester. And he just, I mean, it was funny. And then they wow. made another video of her reacting to what he did and like correcting. It was, it was, it was, it was clever. Nice. So, dude, dad is where it's at with that. But either dude way, dad. dude, we are eight minutes in starting our conversation. I feel like that's another gift to the people. I feel like it's a little drug out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But what are we talking about tonight, dude? Today we are talking about undeserved grace. Which what okay. does it mean? And yeah, what's how does that apply? Like to I, us? I mean, a lot of people. 
are like named their babies Grace. Like Grace. I know some people who have like Grace as a first name, or, or it's in a lot of songs, like names. Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound! So but do you think Grace is one of those church words that everyone says but don't understand? Yeah, or like, don't know what it means. Like maybe they can put a definition. Deal, but I feel like there are people in the church that don't understand what Grace is, and really, Grace is the foundational block of the. Dare I say, religion of Christianity? <laughs> we got roasted for that Ooh. one the other day. Hey, did you like my response? Though? I did. It response. Shut it down. If you're going to use the word, use it right. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but like after, like to, to understand the gospel, to understand Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, you got to understand grace well, that goes along with I mean, it too. Everybody hears it all the time. Uh, by grace, through faith, not of ourselves, it's, it's a, a gift, gift from God. God. What does that mean? Well, we got. Oh, we who got cares? The you got the Awana Award for I doing got, the verses. I got the faith aspect you know i go out fishing with faith and in my faith i have faith that i'm going to catch something Mm -hmm. i I, I had some faith that the chair would hold me i I had some faith that you know this podcast equipment was going to work tonight i had some faith that the caffeine is going to kick in Ooh, and i I apologize for all the listeners when it does but but what's that what's what's that by grace by grace we understand faith right and this is the way i was always taught it as a kid you know so you got grace and mercy they're kind of counterparts so Mercy is not getting something you deserve. Like right. you did this, but you were shown mercy, when, right. and so therefore, mom and dad didn't beat you silly after you mm-hmm. messed up. Mm-hmm. Grace is actually receiving something that you did not deserve. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't deserve this, but I still got it. So when we talk about salvation, God, you know, in His great love for us, that while we were still sinners, you know, showed grace to us right. and gave us His Son, who we didn't deserve. Right. And at the same time, we're shown mercy because now all of a sudden we deserve X, Y, and Z. And, and when he's talking you about know? grace, it's biblical grace, not yeah. like grace like, oh, the, the ballet dancer was so graceful. Like that's not, we're talking about biblical grace. Yeah. Well, that's why it's undeserved grace. Right. I mean, I guess when someone says graceful, I mean, it, it goes on the same. But although, that person has a lot of grace. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they're very careful and, and they're uh, kind so, so if and you, gentle. If you, yeah. If you like, well, if you, no, if you, if you, you know, typed into Google or whatever, uh, the definition of grace, it's going to pull up stuff like, oh, you know, give an example, like that person had so much uh, grace in that dance style. And st- it's like, it's a very... Uh, elegance. elegance. That's, what they, that, that's, that's another what word, yeah. elegance. Right. Yeah. So that's where most people, when we're talking about grace, it's using, we we Christians tend to use it like Christianese and be like, grace, well, you know, grace, yep. grace, you know, you know, grace. Let's go show them grace. Just, just to do the grace. So what is biblical grace, though? I'm gonna. Yeah, this is interesting looking at the definition. See? That's really, yeah, because it even says courteous goodwill. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So if you look huh. at just okay. the, the definition of grace, you're like, what? That, that doesn't make sense. But if you look at biblical grace, why they use the word grace mm-hmm. um, and how it fit into that culture period when they wrote it, it is defined like this through Wikipedia. Wikipedia of all places. I was like, man, that's a pretty good definition. Okay. I know you're like, what? Right. And I read Wikipedia on here. But like it's a, Wiki- but grace is described as the following. Grace is the love and mercy given to us by God because God desires us to have it, not necessarily because of anything we have done to earn it. 
Now tell me that's not a okay. pretty good definition by Wikipedia. Hey, Wikipedia stepping for, it up for once. I was like, I never, I, I hardly ever use Wikipedia. Now it's interesting that they they they, they did include mercy in that because they did. They said it, grace yeah. is love and, and mercy. mercy given to us by God because God desires us to have it, not necessarily because we have done anything, anything to, to deserve it. it. Which is kind of humbling. Like, in fact, this goes back to my Jesus time this morning. Go back to my oh ancient state. It's over there in the kitchen. But my ancient faith study Bible, one of the the old time, oh, I don't remember which church father it was, but they said the, the old fact, time religion. Oh, uh-uh. Nope. nope not <laughs> old time religion. Old time church fathers. But um, uh, it might have been John Christendom. But they were like, why do we think that we should have any pride any day that we wake up? Mm. When, if we understand what grace really is. Right we would have like we'd be the most humble people on earth well because, that's you know we I mean, don't deserve any of this that's the real question is is why is it important to save people and why is it important that even unsafe people know about it right like that's really i mean if you don't understand grace there's a big problem since it is the foundation of faith in christ mm-hmm. right because right. we don't we can't earn anything right so, so so let's just jump into it the easy conversation is what what is grace for the unbeliever like if there's someone listening to the podcast and like you know what i'm just exploring this whole jesus thing this whole mm. church thing i'm trying to figure it out what is what does grace mean to me well you have to walk into a little bit before that okay so why why is there a need for biblical grace? Oh, so, so, so before grace? we even can receive it, we have to know what it's We have to for. know why it has to be. Okay, okay. So, Mark, what, what, what would be a reason you would think that, that undeserved grace would have to be present for a non-saved person or even a saved person? Well, if we understand the way God created the earth, how sin works— we never should have the opportunity to stand before a holy God. Mm, so we deserve God's wrath. And, and, and really, well, I would say more than that. We deserve his wrath and separation and every, yeah, that's, every good. Cause it, what, what does the Bible say? Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Yeah. I mean, so when, if you flip it, I guess when I look at wrath, I look at destruction and separation. Right. Right. So, so the same token. Yeah. So I, I think we're, 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 we're defining wrath in a separate way, but we're talking about. Yeah. 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 So Isaiah 13, 11 says this, thus I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will also put an end to the arrogance of the proud and abase the haughtiness of the ruthless. Mm, that's some pretty tough words. That Dang, sounds, uh, some church folk need to read that one. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you look throughout Scripture, it's pretty filled with uh, what will, why we need grace. Because we are evil. There's no none good, no, not one. That's Jesus said that. Well, who was it? The rich young ruler, right? Was it the rich young ruler or was it somebody else? Somebody said... Good, good teacher. And Jesus said, why do you call me good? For none are good except for God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember who that was. I don't remember who he's talking to. I remember, it's like, oh, there's my Awana scripture verse. <laughs> well, that's, it's like, could you imagine being there and then Jesus says that and you're just like, oh. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to go stand over here. <laughs> Bye. So if we look at it, uh, we need grace uh, because we are sinful. Sin entered the world through one man and by another man, Adam, of Adam and Jesus, right? By another man, it was taken care of. Sin was done away with. Oh, well, that's oh, Romans, right? Yeah, I believe it's seven? Romans. Is that Romans seven? six or seven? Yeah, I think okay. you're somewhere, yeah, in somewhere up in there. It's in Rome. It's Paul said it. <laughs> Paul said it. Pretty much, that's the New Testament. Well, Two thirds of it, Paul said it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking this up because you know going back to we're we're all sinners. The classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
where is it? Romans 3.23, for all of sin have fallen short of the glory of God. Right. Which is really interesting that in church world, we never memorize the parts around that verse. Mm, it's because funny because Romans 3.23, I, I always thought it was a doom and gloom verse. Right. But in reality, it's actually the it's a leveling the score of like, no, seriously, like, no one can stand before God. That's what makes us so awesome. So hold on to that verse because I, I am quoting the verse con- right right directly after it. After it in just this is a what second. happens when I don't fully memorize the show notes. Uh, 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 yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we don't get there. Gonna, we don't get I'm there. Get, I'm gonna get to the following verse in a second. Cool, 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 cool. But first, okay, so we understand why, why we deserve God's um, separation and wrath. We'll call it separation. Right. Okay, wrath. so so I do have a question before we go into this. Go though, ahead. Because I was listening to another podcast. Oh, that, um, I, I do listen to other podcasts. Don't listen to other podcasts, people. Oh no, I'm just kidding. Ask Pastor John. That's a good one. Anyways, go on. So I listened to Unbelievable, Unbelievable Justin Briley, and there was a conversation between the what the atonement was. Mm. Was the was the purpose of the atonement, which in case people don't know, is Jesus's death on the cross right. to pay the penalty for our sin. That's what the right. atonement was. Right. He atoned for our sins. He covered it. He was the sacrifice by which we can go to God. Fun fact about that. Oh, what you got, boss? I already hear people saying, huh? Yo, I said fun fact. That's one today. <laughs> I, say, I feel like we need little like espresso shots <laughs> for every time you say like fun, fun fact. fact. We take an espresso hit. Fun fact. <laughs> no, not a coffee, like a straight espresso hit. Dude, we'd be so wired. I say that all the time. That would be a fun night. So fun fact, um, if we look back at the Mosaic law okay, as it pertains to marriage, Right. Oh, the, oh okay. the, I wasn't thinking that. The okay. marriage covenant, right? Right, right. So we have the, the Abrahamic covenant, the Davidic covenant, the Mosaic covenant. We have all these covenants. Right. Mm-hmm. What were the two times somebody was allowed to um, separate and remarry? Start a new covenant um, in a marriage. Like affair, infidelity. And? Um, second one? Well, death. Oh, type and shadow there, my friend. So if we had a covenant with God. Right. And Jesus is our bridegroom. Right. And he came and paid a dowry, which he died on the cross. That's the dowry. And he died. So that's God dying. We had a covenant with God. God died. Mm-hmm. So we're free from that covenant. And then Jesus starts a new covenant with us. Just, it's a fun theory. Go, go, wait, wait, it's wait, a wait, fun wait. No, theory. No, 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 no. Dive into that just a little bit more. I'm, 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 <laughs> it's a fun theory. He's tracking, like, wait a but second. But I'm at like 97% understanding. Okay. So... In the Mosaic Law, right, two reasons that you could remarry, right, and then and then the New Testament, the Apostle Paul says, if an unbeliever leaves you for the sake of you being a believer, right. then we're, 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 talk, we're Old talking Testament. Old Testament strictly. Yeah, the only reason was death, death, or for remarriage, or um, or or affair, infidelity, or affair. What, what's the oh, what's the word? Um, pornia. It was the old por- word yeah, for pornia. Yeah, because um, it basically means pornography. That's where we get our word for pornography for. The, yeah, but but basically but yeah. like cheating. Yeah, cheating. So, um, yeah, that's another fun, fun topic. <laughs> that's not a fun fact. <laughs> no, fun topic. But so, yeah. So if we look at it, Christ came as God in the flesh. Right, right. God made the covenant with, with his people. God came in the flesh not to abolish the law, but to fulfill, fulfill the, law. the law. Well, what's how do you fulfill an old covenant? Well, you either got to cheat, which Israel did, but God still didn't forsake them because he was still with them. But... The other thing he could do, he could die. So this ties into baptism. We are buried with Christ and raised anew right. in the new covenant. Right. Just It's a fun theory. I'm not saying it's a fact. I'm oh. saying it's a fun theory. Okay. Well, I call it a fun fact, but it's really a fun theory. Right. 
I'm not saying it's scriptural. Well, like, something had to die truth. for us to it's, yeah. go into a new covenant. So you know, you got the sacrificial lamb. You, you see the the sacrifice in the, the Old lamb. Testament. Basically, everyone was an art. Everything was a, a sign in a picture. That's how the Jewish <laughs> type. That's and how shadow. that's how that's how God made the world to be. Type and shadows. Hmm, so it's that just, is interesting, bro. Okay, <laughs> I know that was a huge rabbit trail, and people bro, are like, "What?" That was like <laughs> so. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty solid. A little fun theory. That is pretty solid. I feel like we legit need to have a fun fact espresso challenge one of these days <laughs> and we record on a saturday morning yes not yes like thursday or friday night right exactly so, anyway all right so back getting back but on yeah track. back back into it we were talking about yeah race old testament i don't remember what what conversation i brought up yeah what question i brought up from that i don't know <laughs> i don't know we'll get we'll get back to so so basically so, oh, oh oh here's okay. oh, the, with um oh Yes, with oh, we all deserve God's wrath and what the atonement meant. Then the conversation right, the was with William William Craig and I have some of his books over there. Then another guy, and the fact of when Jesus died on the cross, did like you know the the wrath of God was satisfied. In other words, like Jesus, like a sponge, absorbed the wrath of God. There's some people who are like, mm. yeah, did Jesus absorb God's wrath and take that? I mean, he took the punishment. That's mm. that's part of that. Mm. He he paid the price for our sin. Like we read that kind part. of, but, or, or, or is it, it's called the Christus Victor, which yeah. is, we have to be careful with which which Jesus overcame death. Like he still paid our sin, but he overcame death more than did God have to pour his wrath. on just, this is the conversation of for sin. Does God have to pour his wrath on every person? And therefore Jesus is the one who absorbed the wrath or did Jesus defeat sin and death, and therefore now we can stand before God? Because even though He could have poured out His wrath, now God doesn't need to. Right. So and will in the last day. We have to be you careful. I mean? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a devil's advocate view out there. Okay. And we have to be careful and really dig into it as Christians. And I'm not gonna tell you where I stand, but here's another theory for you. Uh oh. Another espresso shot. Another espresso. No, this is a fun theory, not a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's an espresso shot. But here's a fun theory for you. Second one. So how can, if, if sin causes separation from God, mm-hmm. how could Jesus take on sin and be separated from the Father? How do you separate a triune God? While he is God. While he is God. How do you separate a triune God? And that's, that's a question I've wrestled with. That's a, that's a very prominent teaching in the church. I don't know if it's necessarily scriptural. No, in context, in scriptural context, and like I said, it's it. it viewers, I want we want to hear from you on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't speak into it. I, I'm I not won't because I, I, I have more thoughts, but I, I, I want, we'll them, pause it there. So, so the question I want, hear we want them theories. to answer is simply just the fact of when Jesus died, died. Did he take like did he sin be, separates us from God? Well, he so, became sin who knew no sin, so that way we might become the righteousness right. of God in Him. So, does it take away from His deity if He took on sin and was separated from God, or did He just die Whoa. in place? As because look, we're getting into some second, third century conversations. So, if we look at it, sacrificial lambs, the right? Dean of himself, Philippians, right? So, the, the sacrificial lambs. That, that's, where, that's where my brain went. Is they they were just killed and their blood covered our sin. Co- their blood covered our sins. Right. It, and, and it wasn't, and Jesus doesn't just cover our sins. He cleanses, his blood cleansed our sins. But it doesn't mean that he took upon sin himself. He just, his blood covered. Which is interesting because we just sang that song this past Sunday. I, I mean, I was driving the car back from vacation. I know. Like Jesus Messiah, <laughs> I, he became sin. I looked at Janiel. When that, when that came on, I looked at Janiel and I go, I don't know. Podcast is, conversation. I don't know if this is theologically sound. <laughs> well, and that's what this whole conversation that I listened to about the atonement came from was, right. I mean, I mean, 
William, William, I always forget it's William L or William J. Craig. I don't know. Like his book is literally, I can't quite see it because it's covered up by stuff, but it's over there. Um, just whatever. You know, probably the vicinity. I'm like, I have, I see a lot of books over there. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Continue to talk about atonement. It's over there in my theology section. But um, so in in the atonement, that, that's, that was the conversation of part of that line that people wrestle with in Christ alone, written by the Gettys, is um, the fact of um, the wrath of God was satisfied. So on that cross as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. What was it? For every sin on him was laid. Right. Here in the here in the love of God, I'll stand. So if I look at it from a theological standpoint and a biblical standpoint, I don't know if that, that song is necessarily... I feel like we have some studying to do. I mean, I've been studying it, so that's why oh, I know lip, about these theories. The lip sync on YouTube's a little bit off. Oh, man. We'll have to fix that oh, later. Oh, no. We'll have to fix that later. But either Anyways. way... Either way, so that's such a fun conversation. But so atonement. <laughs> so I, I was more so asking the fact of you know we are separated from God because of our sin, and because of that, we all deserve God's wrath. But I guess my question, as someone who wouldn't be following Jesus, the fact of well, does God have to show His wrath to people? You well, know, like does He have to? Like well, He's God, He can do whatever He wants. We know He is going to show His wrath. Right, because of what the scripture so, says. So again, to back to that song, his wrath wasn't satisfied because he's still going to show his wrath. It was satisfied for those who was, as a Calvinist would say, predestined. <laughs> right. Yep. And that's a that's a separate podcast. Well, God conversation. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And but either way, anyways, so we all deserve God's wrath. Like that's no question right, asked. We right. all deserve it. God says that. I mean, we even read that. He will pour out his wrath against all unwickedness right. and unvileness. So we we see that it's going to happen. Well, and we've seen it before. Right. He did it in, in Noah's day. In the day of Noah, he poured out his wrath upon the whole Sodom earth. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, we even see in Romans now the fact that Jesus turned them over to the lust of their own flesh or how as, about, as an own destruction. How, how about when Babylonian came in and took Israel? You know, yep. you know what those scriptures say? I'm pouring out my wrath upon Israel. Right. And that the Babylonian army is my the army of the Lord. <laughs> It's like, wait, what? A wicked heathen <laughs> army. Like, that's what like, was crazy. Yeah, so. so yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, also, so we all deserve God's wrath. Man, maybe we should have just done this whole podcast on God's wrath. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Because we're already like almost 30 minutes in. And we but either <laughs> way, so, so, we, so, so everyone deserved God's wrath. Right. That's baseline. That's baseline Christianity. Right. We all deserve to be separated from God. We all deserve right. to have the, 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 the consequences are the rewards for our. We are born into sin. And sin is in us, right. and our nature is sin. Right. And so because of that, we deserve eternal damnation and death and separation from the Father, which, if you think about it, eternal damnation and torture is a separation from the Father because everything that is good comes from the Father. Right, right. So so, so we all deserve that. So that's, so, where, that's where grace begins. Grace begins in a very doom and gloom space. Is that like the best it, way to describe yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, yeah, we need grace. This is why we need grace. Sinners and and... Non-sinners, mm-hmm. saved and non-saved, we need the grace, and we need to live in the grace. So how do we live in this grace, man? Well, you know, God's, you know? God's saved through grace. We see in uh, Ephesians 4, 8, and 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not a, as a result of works, so that no one may boast. So, again, what? isn't it in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9? No, it's Ephesians 4. I thought it was Ephesians 4. Oh, you're going to fact check. I think it's I Ephesians have, 2. I might have had a mistype. It might be Ephesians 2. Don't question my Awana ability. You are pretty good at the Awana. I may, no, I'm not. I'm terrible. I, I may have I may have mistyped it here. 
as I was just reading it. Now you're going to fact check me. I love it. This is why this is a good podcast, people. Is it two? Ephesians two. Oh, so it's two, eight, and nine. Are we? Sh- I want to check four. Just I know. What, what is that? Eight, I, just, nine. I just want to see what four, four says. Four says, when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive. He gave his gift yeah. to the people. What, what does he ascend mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? Ooh. Ooh. That's some Apostles' Creed stuff right there, man. Yeah. He's so, ascended so to two. the dead. So two. I should fix that in my No, I'm not going to fix it. I'll fix it later. Uh, so Ephesians 2. I apologize. This is why I have a brother. He apologizes. To, to, to lean on. Because people would have been like, me. what are you talking about? These people are liars. I'm when not trying to be a liar. I just mistyped it. Anyways. And I'll be so, so grace is through faith, not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. Yep. Sorry, I just want a little King James there with the less. King Jimmy. <laughs> That's how I learned for by grace, ye have been yeah, saved. Yeah. Ye. Ye. Ye, ye. What's ye. up, lest? Ye, ye. <laughs> Anyways, um, so it's, it's because of Jesus our Lord, and we see that. In Romans 3.24, my friend. Oh, look at that. So we read, go. read Romans 3.23 again. Well, and then we're going to read the scripture right after. I got to get back to it because now I'm in Ephesians. Okay. I want to make sure I don't misquote it. I mean, I, I know like, what it is. He's like, I, I don't want to misquote it like Fuller did. <laughs> For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Mm, that's Romans three twenty three, or for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Mm. Yep. And uh, twenty four says we are justified by his uh, by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Grace is what inclines God to give gifts that are free and undeserved by sinners. Romans five fifteen says, if many died through one's man one man's trespass, here we go. That's what we're talking about. Yep, yep. Much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace. Of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. So grace is the quality in God that produces free gifts for guilty sinners in salvation. Again, for guilty sinners. This is, see, I say it's for saved people that we, we need to understand this. It's foundational. I, mean, I, because, I, want, I want to talk about this, what it means for the saved person. Because so many times, like, we're talking about what it means for the unsaved person. But, but so many people. But for the saved know. person, we have to know where we came from. And we have to know that it's not mm. works or continual works that gets us uh, gets us that if you look through all of Galatians, well, most of Galatians, at least through two, two through five, it talks about the law. And we talked about this a little bit before we podcast that, uh, if you are trying to live under the law, basically do works, right? I'm, I'm following the 10 commandments. I'm following the old Testament laws, um, that I'm going to earn my righteousness. Uh, it says, Hey, guess what? Grace no longer abounds for you. What? <laughs> So if you try to do it on your own merit and your own power, this is where a lot of those uh, Jehovah Witnesses knocking mm. knocking at the door here and saying, hey, i got to earn my way into heaven. <laughs> Whoa, you're missing it, buddy, because you can't. And if you do try to earn your way into heaven, guess what? Grace no longer abounds it for you. Whoa. Mm. That's a big thing. So it's not by our works. It's by God's grace. It's Which mercy then and puts love. us back into that place of humility and thankfulness and understanding that, I should not, like, I have no reason to brag or boast or be right. a jerk yes, even or yes, whatever yes, yes. because it's the simple fact of I don't even deserve, ooh, almost dropped my <laughs> I caught it. Sorry. Like, we don't deserve to even have what we have or do what right. we do, but and, because and, of God's grace, we get to. So that should put us more in a, not a higher, like, look as me, but it should put you in that low submission servant and leadership. I, f- I feel like every Christian, when they start to feel like, oh, I need to do works or I need to abide by the law or this law or that law, you know, these things, um, I encourage you to go read Romans six hmm. and read Galatians two through five. 
Now, there's a flip side to that. The flip side? Yeah. Should we continue to sin that grace may abound? Oh, God that one. forbid. Yep. That's Romans. <laughs> That's Romans 7, I believe. Oh, I was going to say 8. But Maybe it's 8. Seven. I don't no, know. It's somewhere in there. In Romans. It's somewhere in there. But uh, yeah. Well, right. so, so we don't continue to sin. So that grace, there's that grace again, that yep. grace may abound. And we talked about that in the sin episode a couple episodes right. back. About what is sin? Right. So um, it's a big thing, man. It's a big thing for, for saved people. And I, it's, it's, okay, so here's a question I have for you. All right. Here's a question oh, I have. Okay. Is this something that I have personally been thinking about the last few weeks or so? Maybe, maybe about the last month. Let's, is, let's settle in here and have a conversation. What does it look like for a Christian to live in God's grace? Mm. Like, because even, uh, I thought this is really cool. I mean, I don't know why a lot of songs are popping into my head tonight, but like the Matt Redman, I'm breathing in your grace, I'm breathing out your praise. Mm. which I thought was an interesting, I mean, it's, it's, our, it's artistic metaphor, it is. but you know, it's like, how do we as Christians, you know, we, we read all that. This is what grace is. We don't deserve it. Um, right. Like it's, it's the classic, I couldn't earn it. Um, I don't deserve it, but you gave, but you gave yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending reckless love of God, which, which again is not theological. Perfect. Song. Sovereign love of God, but whatever. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. God is never reckless. I love that. But man, whoo, I might, I might tear up at those verses though. Yeah. But um, at anywho, so this is what we know grace to be. What does it mean to walk in grace every single day? Like, what does that actually like? This is something I've been thinking about. What does it look like for me to walk in grace as as a as a as a friend, as mm. a as a father? You know, it used to be you know even as a pastor, but now just as like you know an employee. Like, like what does it mean for me to? I mean, not the fact that a pastor is different than an employee, but when I was leading people, but you know we're still leading it, but. What does it look like for us every single day to walk in grace? Mm. Like, what does that even look like? Well, I think it starts off with the recognition that nothing we can do uh, earns us anything, mm. that we are undeserving, and we cannot earn our way to have grace. Uh, it's just something that as we put our faith and trust and our b- belief in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, that we get grace. Mm-hmm. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. Right, right. That's a pretty, pretty bold statement. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say, "Call out the name of Jesus and then do follow all the Ten Commandments and do this and this and this and Just this." Just penance. And this and this. Go right. to go to mass. Right, right. It doesn't say any of that. Um, I pulled up Galatians five, uh, thirteen. Which that's not I'm the gonna, fruit of the spirit. That's the next. That's yeah. Galatians six. That's, just, that's well, no. I, well, I, yes, because it, it, Galatians mm, five. Oh, just, just read. Just read. I don't want to get away. It. It. It's at the end of five. Okay. I believe. No, it's at the beginning of six. End of five is talking about sin. The way you used to be. Right. Yeah. Be, how the law is and evil people. But 13 says, for you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into the opportunity for the flesh. Right? So we don't. Right, right, right. Again, should we sin the grace? Selfishly. We shouldn't be underneath the grace. We shouldn't use it for our own personal right. selfish gain. But through love, serve one another. Hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? Okay. Uh, for the whole law. For the whole law. Anything that we could think of other, you know, under grace, like if we're thinking grace, how we can save, well, we can't save ourselves, but for uh, the whole law is filled in one word in the statement, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. So grace, our only call for grace, to live in grace, to walk out grace, is to do exactly what Christ commanded there. Mm. Well, I mean, that was Paul talking, but it was Christ's commandment. And that's to love one another. 
And under that, all the law is fulfilled. All that law is covered under that one commandment. Mm. So um, I think helping your neighbor, looking out for your neighbor, loving your neighbor, and it should come not as a, out of a, I have to, but as an opportunity that I get to. Mm, okay. And I get to love you, Mark. This is so great because God loved me. I get to love you. Free gift for me, free gift for you. We, you're going to give me a free, oh, just great. Love, love, love. And of course, I sound like a you know, at, at that, which is interesting, mean, but it's true though. Right. Like, you know, it's the fact of so many people nowadays, I feel like, you know, American Christianity is so focused on, you know, well, you can't love them. Like, 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 like if you, well, what if you just show love to them? What if they never like, I don't know. I, I remember hearing pastors, um, not so much a South side, but I remember hearing other pastors were like, well, let's do this for the community. And we're like, they're like, well, what's the point? Like, why, mm. why should we just give, like, why should we just give them food? Why should we just go clean up their yards? Like, why? But like, I also, I've What's also the heard the other side of, well, we have to go serve the community. We have to. Well, you shouldn't, there is no have to. It's, we get to. I get to. I want to because I love them. Mm-hmm. Because I want to show them the love that God has shown me. Mm-hmm. That's and we're going to fall short. I mean, oh. you know, we're going to mess up. We're not, Romans, we're going to be insufficient in other Romans areas, seven. you know? Romans 7. Or right. 7, 8. I'm I'm horrible. That, those between five Romans five and Romans ten. There's between so Romans much one and Romans sixteen. Yeah, there's a lot packed in there. That's why most commentaries split Romans. Right. <laughs> I mean, this is like. Let's but it what? talks about yeah. the. the uh, I do the things that I don't want to do, and the things that I do want to do, I don't do. Right. That's where we're gonna fall short. We're gonna we're not gonna love as we should. Mm-hmm. But there should be a quickening in our spirit when we don't love. I could tell you this. Um, I was razzing a guy at work yesterday. Just, just teasing them. Razzing. I'm like, that's Razzin. a boomer word. Wow. We haven't heard you call a boomer in a hey, bit. Hey, that's not <laughs> Sorry, loving. I had to. That's not loving. Oh. I really want to get a shirt that says love thy boomer on it. <laughs> wow. Really love thy boomer. So anyways, I razzed a guy at work a little bit, and uh, he was offended by it. And it wasn't anything bad. It was just like he got caught sleeping by somebody, and I was like, mm. I called him out for it. I was like, oh. So he but, was embarrassed. And- yeah, so he was embarrassed that I called him out for it. And it was just, it was me teasing him. I didn't really mean to embarrass him, but he got embarrassed by it. And so he came up, and he was all hot and livid. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I had to repent of even just razzing him because it wasn't very loving how I doing it the way I did it. And I had to repent of it. I, met, I We all mess up. We're all going to fall short. It's the recognition of when you mess up, what do you do? What's the response? What should we do? Well, <laughs> We should should not want to do it. We should say we're sorry. Right. <laughs> like, that's a big thing. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Mm. That's a little personal. Fuller, a little personal. I like that. Though. So we we all we all mess up. Um, try to think of where I want to go from here. You kind of like rabbit trailed where I was going, but that's all right. This is a conversation. Yeah, you know, that's why I lean like, like I'm thinking of Grace. Like, there's a a Matt Chandler quote that a you know friend of mine likes to say, and oh. Sh- Shoot, it disappeared. There we go. Um, where the ideal is lacking, grace abounds. And, you know, in all of our mm. situations of life, like, you know, there's opportunities where it's like, oh, I wish I was a better dad right now. Or right. I wish I was able to do this for my neighbor. Like, there's actually stuff I wish I could do for my neighbor. I just can't do it. Um, or it's like, I wish I could do this for my spouse, for my friend, for, for whatever, be here for my kids. Or, just a, or you know, I know people out there listening in land where they, I, the situation is not ideal for them. You right. know, maybe they've had to drop out of college because of student debt. Right. Or um, like me, they find themselves now on the other end of a divorce. And what does that look like? And Or there's the conversation of, you know what? I had to quit my job or my, my, uh, my dad passed away or I had a miscarriage or all these different things where it's the fact of, you know, this world it's hard. This world hurts. Like there's a lot of hard things and we find ourselves insufficient all the time. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm a Martha 
like the Mary Martha conversation by trade where I'm like, nope, when life gets harder, I got to push harder. I got to grind harder, you know. God plus hustle, but more hustle and almost none of God. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, where rather than the God and hustle where it's like, yeah, I believe God, but, you know, I still got to put my feet and walk. I'm a Lazarus. Rather than, you just want to sleep? I'm just in the grave. <laughs> you just want to sleep. But, like, I want to grind it. Yeah, I want right. to hustle harder. I want to yeah. go faster, harder, badder, just so I can make sure I get to where I need to go. Right. And, you know, it's tiring. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's not fulfilling. And yeah. that's where I'm struggling right now and reevaluating a lot of things that I've done. Um, not for good or bad, but just like the... Like, do I need to hustle that hard? Do mm. I need to push that hard? Or where I'm weak, that's where Christ is made strong. So and I think the Apostle Paul wrote that. So let me. It's like where I am weak, there he is. Like they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yeah, I don't sign motions. <laughs> but yeah. Um, encouraging word to you, man, mm. in, in those times. An encouraging word to our, our viewers, our listeners. Romans eleven five six. 5, 6. Okay, listen to what it says. Okay. At the present time. There is a remnant chosen by grace. Okay. This gets in the predestination if you look at it that way, but chosen by grace. So grace, Mark, you have been chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. So you don't have to worry about the works, man. It's been, it's been given to you. It's grace. It's free. Uh, otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. So you can't work to earn grace. It is a free, it is free and undeserved. Mm-hmm. So just remember in those times where life's hard and you feel like, well, you know, I got to press on the message. I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, rest in the grace of the Almighty. It's a it's, it's a wonderful thing when you can sit back and rest mm. in in the Almighty's grace and just know I'm not good enough, but He still gives me His grace. He still chose to give me His grace because He's a sovereign Lord, sovereign God. Mm-hmm. And the Almighty, the Creator of all things, I've been reading through Genesis. I've been going, started going back through the Bible chronologically again, listening to it on uh, on U Version, uh, which is phenomenal. To if you guys don't have the Bible app, it's free app. Get on there if you want. It's just when you're doing something, hit play, man. It'll read the scriptures to you. Yep. <laughs> Immerse yourself in the scriptures. Or dwell if you get that dwell. Or Bible dwell, yeah, dwell. You gotta, yeah, you gotta pay for. But U Version is free right now. So, <laughs> um, sure, whatever you want to do. Sorry, dwell. Uh, I'm all about you, dwell, but. I like free too. Like free, <laughs> free and efficient. Free like grace. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but if we look at creation and the and the what Almighty God did and how He created us and just so much that I've learned about it, um, God is awesome. He's a God that does not need us, but He still chooses to give us grace, that undeserved, wonderful gift. Um, my, you know. A couple of I got a couple final thoughts. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go into final thoughts. I've already given my final thoughts, so I'm you're I'm done. Good. Yeah, I'm done. Well, but this I like good. I'm listening. But I like your thoughts. <laughs> I you? did my 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 Matt Chandler quote. Okay, so I got I got a couple two little one liners that I wrote down because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget this. What are these zingers? Uh, first one is it is important to realize that we are saved by nothing that we have done and by everything that God has done. Oh wait, wait, read that again. It is important to realize that we have. We are saved by nothing that we have done but, and by everything that God has done. Those who have not accepted the gift need to know about it. That goes back to the Galatians 5 passage. 
Yeah, and the fact that we're ambassadors for Christ, and what does that mean? Live in that reality and throughout, the Great Commission. Throughout and all the men. New Testament, <laughs> that's what it's about. Grace has been bestowed. Oh, bestowed. Bestowed. I heard that Grace oh, that's, has been given and bestowed upon that's us, King so therefore Jimmy right we there. can <laughs> bestow it onto other people. Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. It's it's that it's that in and out. And, I, and up and down. I guess and I guess I have a final happy thought. In the maybe Lord. I'm, <laughs> I'm in right out, right up, right down, right that one. Yeah, that one. Or you know, and and maybe this is stealing your final thought. I don't know. I just thought about this too because we, we talked about Go it. Go for it. The fact man. of you know, if God's grace has been bestowed upon us, we need to show that grace to others. And I don't think there's a better time than right now in our nation's You're stealing history. It. <laughs> am, I, am I stealing it? <laughs> you read it. You know it. <laughs> in our in our nation's history, yeah, man, to it is. show it's grace true. because it's so easy to be divided and segregated and them liberals and them conservatives. Well, we and, got civil unrest because of the race stuff going on. Right. We have uneasiness because of COVID. We have uneasiness because of COVID. And now civil unrest because of debates and election. And, and it's a crazy world. So what better time? To show the grace that was given to us. Which I guess this can be our teaser. I mean, next episode, we're talking about Christians and politics are, and how are we supposed to do that? Right. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one, my friend. Yeah. But so I guess for right now, just that that last thought of, you know, if grace has been given us, why don't we give grace to other people? And sometimes grace means standing up for the the people who can't defend themselves, and sometimes grace means shutting your mouth. Mm. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing else, man. You took the words right out of my mouth. So you like that. That was, that was pretty pretty solid, my friend. I like that. Well, hey, if you're watching YouTube right now, it's like, oh, now it just caught back up. It was really delayed for a second. There it is. Delayed again. It's fun. It's fun, but whatever. But do you have any other final thoughts, or did I jack, no. did I jack your final you, you thought, bro? You jacked the th- final well, thought. Well, now you got to make up a second one. I was like, it was like tee ball. You know, I had the tee. I set the ball up there, I and said, you, you ran up from behind and whacked it right off the tee. I'm like, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, do you, do you said you had two. Do you have another bonus final thought? That's, that's I mean, I may. We'll find out. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> oh, you oh, ended it too did I, early. Did I hit the button? Oh, oh no. Oh, man. Not bad. Fun Facts with February. I don't even know why my finger was on the button. There you go. You gotta get that last <laughs> that last there. one. So, well, my dude, let's end this on a happy note, bro. How how are you gonna make us laugh tonight? Well, you know, at the very end there, I kind of dove into the creation a little bit, and you know, dinosaurs once roamed the earth. Which you know, there's actually people who think dinosaurs were a myth, like legit bones are planted in the ground. They're a myth. Okay. Yeah. Real quick, I want to disprove that by saying reptiles never stop growing. So if there if the Canopy theory, another theory for Ooh. you. The Ooh. canopy theory is true. You know, know that can- one. Yeah. So if you know the canopy theory, kudos to you. But if it's true, and if we look biblically and we believe the Bible and believe that people were living over 900 years old, we can assume that reptiles were probably living old too. And since they never stopped growing, hmm. big reptiles equal dinosaurs. Anyways, right. I, more I, I've, on been, that. I've been trying to tell Elliot that we still have modern dinosaurs if, today. If you want to know more about that, uh, go to uh, YouTube. and t- Well, here on YouTube. Type in the Creation Seminar Series by Kent Hovind. There's 17 hours, and he goes through creation step by step. 17 hours of video. Yeah. So, anyways, fun fact. We're not going to do that here tonight. Fun fact. Okay, here we go. Scientists put fake tails on chickens to understand how T-Rex... <laughs> might have walked. Shut up. What? <laughs> As the closing, closest living relative to a T-Rex, any practical testing falls 
fails to the uh, well, uh, falls to the humble chicken. <laughs> I can't read. So research, researchers from the University of Chicago and University of Chile found that chickens with raised tails walk vastly different over chickens with natural tail features, showing them how a T-Rex would have walked. <laughs> so if you want to know what a T-Rex walked and looked like, get yourself a chicken and stick a tail Just on it. Just look at Fuller right now. <laughs> T-Rex. Why did Janiel I don't know. say yes to you, bro? She said yes to the dress, not to the Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's stuck now, she and she is, loves it. She is with me. But yeah, so uh, check us out on uh, Facebook. Uh, Instagram, yep, Twitter, yep. Spotify, iTunes, all Real Talk Christian podcasts. We're waiting to get accepted. We're on we're on uh, Amazon now, so you can speak into Alexa. Nice. We're waiting for the approval from Pandora. We're still waiting on that approval. We're waiting Hopefully on that soon. one. But you Hopefully can also, soon. You can also, if you don't know where to go, you can always check out our website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com, where you can find the merch, the store. And uh, go and buy yourself some official RTC merch, except for the coffee mug, which you have to contact us directly. But if to people buy. want it, they can they can hit they us can, up. They can hit us up. Eighteen bucks. That's how it costs a ship. Eighteen. Eighteen dollars. Our cost. Our cost to make the mug and ship it to you. Eighteen mm-hmm. bucks. That's what it is. We actually lose money on that one. We do a little bit, but that's right. It's bit. for our listeners. So you can check us out on the website. You can check. Give us a call. Text us. Leave a message. You can be aired on on the show. Uh, five seven four four zero zero five three. Five two, five five seven four four zero zero five three five two. You seemed a little unsure there at the end. <laughs> I always mess it up, bro. But seriously, reach out to us, guys. Yeah, we want to hear from you. But hey, until next time, though. Take it easy. <laughs>